All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Blab today. My name is Andrew McCauley from Autopilot Your Business. We are going to dig into all the changes that have been going online in the last few days. This is a call. This is a, a show we do every Tuesday and every Friday at this time. Um, and we are going to be talking about what has been happening online in some of the social platforms. There's some big changes going on Facebook this week. And of course, I'm joined by my co-host, Will Hankey. G'day, Will. Hello, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Hey, um, if, you've, uh, if you've just joined us and this is your first time, welcome. Uh, we do have some open seats. If you want to jump in and have a discussion, just a chat, or even it doesn't have to be more than two minutes. If you want to jump in and just say hi, we'd love to have you on here. If you've got an opinion on some of the things that we're bringing up, then um, share away, share away, or you can always comment. And if you want to tell a little bird about this show, we'd love it as well. Hey, Will, do you want to uh, kick us off with what has been going on um, around the traps? What's what's our first topic of the day? Well, I, I did want to really start real quick with the lab. Uh, I hear a little echo on your end, it sounds like. Oh, you are? Okay, yeah. great. I'm going to have to try and find some headsets. So keep going and I'll fix right. while we talk. We, uh, we do our show uh, on Blab every week. So we like to kind of promote any time that we see something different on there. And uh, one of the things that we noticed on our show on Friday was that now you can actually reopen a Blab for up to three minutes after it's over or uh, what was even worse in, in the uh, past was if if you were the host of the blab and you hit refresh, a lot of times it would kill that blab and you'd have to start a brand new one, which really sucked if you didn't have another host. So uh, that that's a really cool thing that now they give you an option to reopen it for up to three minutes. Yeah, we discovered that uh, last last week. In fact, we're discovering a lot of things when we finish our blab shows that something has just changed and happened. <laughs> yeah. um, but I guess that's the nature of a beta test, you know, a, uh, a site that keeps changing and evolving all the time. So, yeah, that was interesting. Interesting yeah. little, little tidbit. So I wonder, how, I wonder, you know, some of the things we discover too, by the way, um, change again the week after and it doesn't happen. So we're always seeing these things happening. Yeah, we saw something happen on Tuesday, and then we had it on our schedule for Friday, and it was already gone. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's um, all right, that's Blab. Anything else changing on Blab? I don't think I've seen too many other things change on Blab in the last couple of days, so that's a good no. thing. No, it's been fairly quiet. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into Facebook. We've got quite a few things going on there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and these are in no random order. Uh, Facebook and Inst Instagram are now offering ads targeted at holiday shoppers. So uh, that's pretty cool. Basically, it's a new audience that Facebook is creating on their own. And what they're doing is they're watching people that are engaging with Black Friday type offers, things like that. And then you can actually target those in your ads specifically to people that are engaging with Black Friday type stuff. Uh, and then you can still uh, wrench that down a little bit so that it's still people within your interest group as well. So I think it's a cool thing. I think the audiences are going to be very small. Uh, is it going to be you had, like when they say engage with Black Friday stuff, is it people that are buying things? Is it people that are entering sweepstakes and competitions? Like what's the, uh, how are they going to decide that? Uh, I don't know the answer to that. I think they're just using other Black Friday ads. And if people are clicking on those ads or something, they really don't know that people are buying things or not, uh, other than the little Shopify thing that's going on. But uh, I think they're just seeing other, like, let's say Kohl's has a Black Friday ad out. If I click on that or like it or something like that, I'll probably be thrown into that Black Friday audience. 
And then, you know, since I'm also interested in SEO, uh, some other SEO guy or something might put an ad together that says, uh, you know, he's wanting to promote his SEO tutorial mm. only to people that have engaged in Black Friday type ads or holiday related ads that also like SEO. But if you're, if you're liking or doing something with a Coles ad and you don't care for Coles one bit, right? then suddenly you're going to be lumped into it. Or if you're looking at a, um, you know, a fishing, you know, uh, fishing pro shop ad and you interact with that and you don't even fish or never have fished or you're a greenie sort of thing, um, you don't want to be seeing ads for the wrong sort of target market, right? Right. Yeah, I think it's definitely important that if you're going to use the holiday audience that you also put some other qualifier in there that they're, you know, that they like a certain page or something related to your industry still. Interesting. Interesting. If anyone out there is thinking about testing those, let us know in the comments. We'd love to know if someone's thinking about jumping in and checking it out. Um, And by the way, if you just joined us and you want to jump on and have a chat with us, we'd love to have a chat with you. We've got an open seat for you. We're talking about all the changes that are going on online uh will what else have we got um facebook has also launched a new facebook at work uh chat app which is kind another, of interesting. App. another app from facebook yeah and we just talked about last week about how they're they're starting to launch all these individual little apps uh i think it started with messenger remember when that mm-hmm. happened and they they made everybody go to use that as a separate one yep. well now they've got a version kind of of messenger specifically for work environments. So it's an internal chat kind of uh, thing that you can do. I guess it's cool. I mean, people have been using those forever with Yahoo Instant Messenger and AIM, you know, and... Uh, WhatsApp and Viber and all that sort of stuff too. Yeah, what was the one with the little flower back in the day? Uh, uh, um, my friend, Friendster? Yeah, no, I'm thinking of a different one, but I can't think of what it's called. But anyway, those chat environments have been around for a long time, so... Interesting that they decided to go ahead and launch one. Yeah. Now, yeah, there, is well, a, there is an app called Slack, which I think is uh, a direct competitor of theirs. And I think they tried to buy that company or they, they did something with Slack at one time and it's gaining a lot of traction. Yeah, Slack's been growing. I've, I've had Slack for about a year now. Um, I don't use it anymore. We used to use it for a bit, but I, I stopped using it because we downsized our team. I didn't need to have it. But um mm-hmm. There was some big hoo-ha going on during the week about Slack. Uh, it went out for about 12 hours, I think, intermittently through for a lot of people. So there's all sorts of people up in arms about what was going on. But that was just a side note. I thought, well, we bring up Slack. They had, they had some interesting, interesting uh, tech issues this week too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I see Marguerite is uh, jumping in there and asking about the, the new live feature. I think that's... Uh, Facebook's play on uh, Periscope, Periscope, yeah, which is only available right now, as she said, to celebrities, and uh, they haven't rolled it out for everyone yet. So there's definitely a like a waiting list or something to get on that. They will. They'll roll it out very soon. I think um, it won't be too far away. I think they're ironing out the bugs, letting the celebrities fall flat on their face if it doesn't work, and then then they can roll it out to the real people who you're going to use it properly. Yeah. And uh, so I think, uh, but yeah, you're right. Margaret, it's a great, it's a good app. I've been watching a few people on there, a few people that have taken it, taken it, uh, taken it well. Um, but you know, it's just another competitor, competitor for Periscope and Meerkat. Um, very interesting to watch this space. I think next year the big thing is going to be uh, streaming videos as it picks up speed. Uh, we saw a big increase in the middle of this year. Blab came around, of course, in July, August, whatever, and. Uh, 
people are starting to sort of get used to it and I notice the numbers on different blab shows are sort of just sort of flatlining for the moment so I think there'll be a big interest come the new year when we get that mass take up going on yeah I'm with you I, I actually went through my periscope last week and unfollowed a bunch of people where I wasn't interested in really seeing their live uh, broadcasts so I I can imagine a lot of other people are doing the same thing where it's starting to either taper off or uh, flatten out at least yeah yeah um okay so what else we got facebook we got a few other things going on, on facebook yeah uh they've also come up with come with an agreement with google to uh start to allow google to index their mobile app which mm. is kind of strange and uh different it's only the mobile version that is uh uh indexed inside google right now yeah now from what i know about this and you may know a little bit more but they're only indexing publicly available information, which is already available on the web anyway. Right. right? So as long as if, um, they're going to index private content. So if you and I are having a discussion because we've logged into the app uh, or logged into our Facebook page, um, they're not going to be able to index a conversation in our messages because that's sort of privatized. So um, that's what they tell us. They're not going to index that stuff because that would be pretty tricky if suddenly your conversations were indexed and they come up on Google yeah. search. You'd have a bit of explaining <laughs> to do to some people. Right, right. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know that it's that it's all that big of news, but news nonetheless. Yeah, yeah well, but here's, I think here's the thing is that a lot of this stuff now, and Google's just been um, uh, really big into this now. They're indexing apps, and this has sort of been something that's been happening the last six months is that now they're indexing a lot of information inside apps that are on iTunes and uh, Amazon. Um, you know, we used to have uh, a magazine on iTunes stand on the uh, on the newsstand there. And one of the things about that magazine was that it wasn't indexed by Google. So we could use duplicate content from, uh, from various contributors to put into right. a magazine. And we knew that we wouldn't get pinged for duplicate content or they wouldn't get pinged for duplicate content because we could use that content inside a mag. Um, but now, because they're indexing it, that's going to switch. But once again, I'm not sure um, who are they going to ping for duplicate content, iTunes, Apple? I don't think so, you know. So it's going to be one of those tricky things of that whole duplicate content issue. Who who did it first and who's going to get pinged more than anyone else? Yeah, yeah, that's definitely interesting. We've actually got something a little bit later on about Google uh, and some apps too that we'll get to. Yes. Uh, let's uh, let's continue with the Facebook tirade here. <laughs> Go. We, we gave them a rest last week, but it's time yeah. to open up. <laughs> um, so they're also going to uh, soon allow people to search individual profile pages, which is actually pretty cool. So uh, some people have seen in the wild where there's a search button on somebody's profile where it says search inside this uh, profile. Right. So uh, cool. I guess it's, I don't know about any marketing implications for it. But, uh, you know, if uh, if I remember that you had said something about some new tool a couple of weeks ago, I could go to your Facebook page and do a quick search. It, it would I'd find the information a lot faster that way. But I'd have yeah. to remember who said it. Right. It's yeah, it's um, I think that what they're talking about is it's you can search their posts. You can search people's posts. So if you right. do know that somebody said something um, or, you know, I, I remember you said something last year about it. You can do a search now. Um, it's a bit like the group feature where you can actually search inside a group and look for a conversation that happened. Um, and I know a lot of great groups that uh, really run their groups well. They'll say, you know, before you post a question in this group, use the search feature. 
and type a search in and look for the conversation thread before asking it again because people are getting sick of the same question. So they've already got that feature there. It's just a matter of turning it onto the profiles, uh, which they've just done. Um, yeah. So that will be uh, interesting to see if interesting to see if people actually use it. I guess they'll know soon yeah. enough. Post that link in there too. Yeah. All right. Good. Well, that, that's all the uh, all the Facebook things we have. That was you know that was half the show. So. <laughs> well, but don't go yet. We've got some more. There's other things that have been happening too. So if you want to jump in and have a chat with us, we'd love you to join in. We've got an open seat. Come on in, jump in. We'd love to have a chat. Okay. What else have we got? Uh, Microsoft PowerPoint is getting some new game-changing tools. I, Finally, uh, after 37 years, Hooray. yeah, I think they might be a little <laughs> late to the late to the party on this one. <laughs> well, they've got some. Uh, now, this is only for this is only for 365 users. Office 365. Do you do you use 365? Yep, I sure yep. do. Um, so um, this is this is uh, updated. That they're, they're a little bit more. What they're trying to do is create PowerPoints. We'll let you create PowerPoints that are designer style, you know, really good looking, slick PowerPoints. Um, they've got a, they've got a few new features in there. Morph is one of them, which sort of lets you have a few choices around uh, the slide you want. Or if you're going to insert an image, it says, hey, this is probably a good transition or this is probably a good thing you can put in here. You select the one and uh, bang, it's created. So the idea is to create good looking PowerPoints without having to spend a lot of time doing it. Um, I create a lot of, PowerPoint presentations, although I use Keynote, um, but I do use PowerPoint when I'm using it on Google um, when I'm using Google Hangouts, and the reason I do that is so I can show my PowerPoint in its own little screen when oh. I'm sharing my screen. That's just a side techie tip. I, uh, tip. How about you? I use PowerPoint once a month. I do a local meetup uh, here in St. Louis marketing meetup, so I always have some sort of slides related to that. Yeah, but. Um, you know, beyond that, don't use it too much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some people use it all the time, and uh, it's handy handy for them if they're going to whip up something good. They don't have to spend a lot of time doing it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Vine has come out with some cool little tools. Uh, in the past, people have always uh, had to, if they wanted to create something with their own music, they had to. You know, there were several steps to go do it. Mm -hmm. Now, what you can do is you can actually grab. Uh, audio straight from somebody else's vine plug it into yours with your video and uh, boom you're done i think it's two or three clicks and you're finished wow i wonder why they thought of that <laughs> sitting around a table thinking what else can we do with that music let's see if we can pull some other people's music and stick it in there right it's going to be interesting how you know what kind of copywriting type things there are because even the example that they show in the link i posted yeah. it's a it's a girl singing a song you know, what if that's her own song that's copyrighted? Now somebody else grabs it, puts it on theirs. and Yeah, it's a good point, actually. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, we'll huh. see. I we'll, don't see. Know. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> uh, Google, uh, they, uh, we talked about this earlier. They're actually letting you start to stream some apps, which is pretty sweet. I think you know a little bit more about that than I do. Yeah, so um, but basically they come out and they said, you know, if you've got an app that is already – a web version or so, so to speak you can use it on the web sort of thing then they're going to let this is on android by the way they'll let you test the app without having to download the app infrastructure so um there's some uh, big sites out there wall street journal and some of those others that have already got this in play where yeah go and test the app before you download it um like a taste tester i wonder what that will do for 
other apps, you know, especially apps that are only app based um, and they want people to have a look at their app, maybe they're going to be forced into making a site so that they can stream it because they're not streaming the app as such, they're streaming from the website. So be interesting, interesting to see what that does. Yeah, and, and you mentioned earlier about the, the online magazine thing too. I could see how that might come into play uh, where people that have, you know, a lot of those magazines have a web version as well. Yeah, yeah, well, that's true, yeah. Um, yep, just more information coming our way. Yeah, uh, Google also, speaking of apps, they've also lowered prices in a lot of other countries uh, beyond or below the 99 cent threshold, and some of them quite a bit, down as low as, I think, 22, 23 cents. Yeah, some of the uh, some of the Asian countries, Indonesia, I know, is 22 cents for an app. Um, you know, so they're, they're trying to get in volume. I think you mentioned this. They're trying to probably get in volume uh, because, you know, if they're not, if 99 cents could be a lot of money for some countries, right? Right. So if they don't want, uh, you know, if they want more people to access the app, they're going to have to drop the prices. Um, if someone's relying on that money as an app builder and then suddenly, uh, you know, they drop the prices, all of a sudden, that's affecting their revenue. But once again, it's like building your business on somebody's rented land. You don't have control of the landscape. It's going to be always a dicey thing to build your entire business on a landscape that's not yours. Right, right. Now, I don't think they force the prices to go lower. I think they just give it as an option for the developers. Oh, do they? Okay. To, to lower their prices right, to right, that. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. All right. So they may take a hit, like we said, you know, on, on the overall revenue, but maybe their volume will go up in, in place for that. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, watch this space, I guess. Watch this space on that one. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the last piece of news that we have, and if anybody wants to jump in, feel free to jump in and uh, talk to us a little bit. But uh, Twitter is expanding their emojis. So uh, they're listening to the feedback related to the hearts and that whole <laughs> fiasco. And they're coming up with some other emojis. Uh, I think it's fairly archaic now from what I've seen. There's only a couple different choices, a person crying and a, a 100, some, some crazy looking things. So. Yeah, there's not a lot of choices, but um, I think uh, what I think that what they're trying to do is just test the waters to see which ones are going to work, which ones are not going to work, um, and are people even going to use them. Um, I don't think they're expecting the backlash that they got about the favorites uh, into hearts. You know, it's something they just snuck in one day and they didn't tell anybody, and all of a sudden it's like, whoa, what are you doing? What are you doing to our, our little <laughs> stars here? Um, so now they're sort of backpedaling and said, quick, let's make some emojis and uh, let's uh, try and get them out there. Um, as far as I know, it's only available on the um, on the mobile mobile um, app because um, you can't right. use it on the, on the main thing, which which is really weird. I think they should have those on the website version too, but anyway. Yep, and I also saw some people talking about the fact that uh, they might have used one of the emojis and an hour later it had reset to just the heart you know, as if they liked that post. So, oh, really? Yeah, they've got some bugs to kind of work out with that. Mm. With the whole, it, it's, I mean, it definitely screams that they just kind of threw these together uh, in response to everybody's fussing about the hearts. Yeah. Well, watch this space. This is what we do. We we un, we unearth this crazy <laughs> stuff that's going on online and social media. Um, and we do this call. We do this show every every week, twice a week, in fact, Tuesdays and Fridays, 10.30 a.m. Pacific, 12.30 uh, Central one thirty 
Easton, and um, and we just love digging in and finding out what's going on. In fact, this is how crazy it is. We can fill a half-hour show with stuff that's changed just in the last two or three days. So um, we'd love you to be a subscriber and check us out, and uh, we do this every week. Um, anything else we want to do before we wrap up the show? I mean, we're early today. Wow, we ripped through that stuff. Yeah, we went through quite a bit of things. I haven't seen anything new from Snapchat in the last couple of days, and uh, uh, only one thing for Twitter. That's kind of odd. Yeah, right now it's kind of odd for sure. But we had about six things from Facebook, so that was all good. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, it'll be interesting to see. I guess we'll have some uh, – we, we are going to be here on Friday, by the way. So um, if you're around on Friday, come and, come and join us, uh, which is the day after Thanksgiving here in the U.S. Um, we'll still do a show. We'll be hearing lots about – Black market, I mean, black market, Black Friday, Black Friday <laughs> sales, um, and all that sort of stuff. So uh, it'd be interesting to see. Um, Will, I think we almost can wrap it up here. Yeah, I think we're good. We've, we went through quite a bit, almost 10 things there. So. I, know, I know you got to run. You got an appointment coming up today. So um, uh, we're going to run. But uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for jumping on. And uh, make sure you join us next Friday. Yeah, we'll see everybody Friday. All right. See you later.